Hi everyone, this is the Lonely Triathlete Podcast. My name is Todd. I am the Lonely Triathlete. And here's where I share just, you know, 8 to 15 minutes of my thoughts about triathlon, triathlon training, the whole world and sport of triathlon. I am going to riff this one with no notes. I haven't written a thing down. But the topic I have in mind is, hmm, what was that topic? Yeah, it was thoughts about what happened to me in the last five months when I focused on a completely different type of cycle training that I'd ever done in my life before. So I had an opportunity for the last five months to cycle outside in a fashion I've never done before. Now, normally, most of my tri- uh, most of my triathlon cycling is done indoor on a Wahoo Smart Trainer. I'm a hundred percent behind indoor training, Smart Training with the Trainer Roads um, plans. I, I I'll have to do an entire podcast on how absolutely amazing indoor training has been for me. But I had recently an opportunity to do a lot of outdoor training. And my courses were limited. I didn't have long, flat stretches of road. I had hills. On I had basically three routes to take. One was climbing up Mount Everest. One was a more moderate climb, I don't know, up uh, Kilimanjaro. I don't know, you, <laughs> you name your mountain. It was a long, gradual, moderately steep climb. And the third route was a very short, um, like very, very short uh, route with a little climb at the end. So my default workout for the last five months was for the the middle one, the the long, moderate climb up Kilimanjaro uh, versus going up Everest. Although I did climb Everest a few times, but you know what? I'm going to save that for another time. So these long, moderate climbs, I could never get my RPM above 65. The the steepness of the climb was such that I was lucky in my easiest gear to push maybe 60, 55 RPM. So in, you know, most understandings of that type of workout, that is a strength building workout. Now, my heart rate was way, way, way up there because I'm climbing a freaking mountain. But it was steep enough that my RPM was low. So the the um, the power per stroke was quite high. So I was really working my leg muscles in a power-based workout for week after week after week after week for most of my workouts. And part of me, actually more than a part of me, worried about the impact to my FTP, to my functional training power, because I wasn't able to train at a high cadence. I wasn't able to train at a very sustainable heart rate. It it was like very peaky, lots of peaks and valleys, because I would would go and go and go and go for 15 minutes. I would get to the top of the mountain, then we have to turn around to come down again. So my heart rate would like go down to 110 beats a minute, turn around, Heart rate would go to 165, 170 again as I climb this mountain, then down. So I'll just think peak and valley, peak and valley, peak and valley. Almost like a VO2 max workout, except 
without quite the huffing and puffing of VO2 max. Um, so let me just cut to the chase. Five months of muscle and quad bruising, low cadence, high power workouts on the hills. I got back on my Wahoo trainer after five months of this and I did an FTP test and my FTP dropped to 5% over the previous five months. So on the one hand, I lost a lot of my ability to sustain a high power output over a one hour period. And I was a little bit discouraged because I was really working out hard during those five months. I wasn't slacking off at all. I was giving it pedal to the metal. But here's the interesting thing is I've noticed that after those five months of um, low cadence, high power work, my legs don't burn on hills anywhere close to the way they used to. So while my sustained power over an hour may have dropped, my ability to climb hills or to deal with rolling hills or short steep climbs, as far as muscular endurance goes, muscular power goes, unbelievable. So now the experiment is, now I'm back on my trainer, can I start to accumulate FTP training? Can I start to really ramp up the muscular endurance over lower power outputs? And will those five months of climbing hills have any impact on my race capabilities come September? Or is it just too much time will have passed between April and September? to see any positive impact on my race performance. These are all massive question marks, but I'm willing to, I have no choice now. I've already been willing to experience the, uh, the change in training methodologies and we'll see in September if it's had any impact. But um, yeah, this is something new for me. It was a complete and radical departure for five months of my training. And we'll see if it has any appreciable uh, impact on my race performance come September. One secondary um, benefit from this difference in training methodology for five months is almost a rejuvenation of my love for cycling. I've spent so much time on my road bike over the past few years. These past five months have been on my mountain bike, climbing hills. It just felt like a completely new experience. I felt like I was a new cyclist experiencing something brand new for the first time. I'm on a mountain bike, climbing hills all the time. It was, it was like a new discipline. So, I mean, even from a mental aspect, these last five months have felt like somewhat of a reset on my triathlon training. And now that I'm back into road bike riding and riding on my trainer, even that feels new and interesting again. So there's something to be said about shaking things up and doing something a little bit different than before. The jury is out as to whether it has a positive impact on my performance, but the jury is in as to its positive mental impact. And I'm all over it. it I just feel like a brand new cyclist again because I've really shook things up. So for all those listening, you know, sometimes if you've been doing the same thing over and over for months or years, 
it, it's worth experimenting. Take a few months and do something radically different. Yes, you will be nervous that it might negatively impact your performance. I am still nervous of what its impact is going to be to me on my racing this year. But it's worth the experiment. And it was worth it to me to get a bit of a mental break from just the constant sameness of my training. Because after all, um, yeah, we're all after performance. We're all after doing the best we can. But aren't we also after having fun? Aren't we also after like finding vitality in what we do and interest in what we do? So if you need any permission from anybody to do something slightly different or maybe radically different than what you normally do, the lonely triathlete is giving you permission to throw caution to the wind, do something different, just take three months of your life and just do something different. It, it might work out well for you performance-wise. It might not work out well for you, but you know what it will work out? How it will work out for you is in the mental break from doing the same thing all the time. It's okay to have fun in your training. It's okay to experiment in your training. It's okay to try something new. Because you know what? If you don't try anything new, you never ever realize what it may or may not do for you, positive or negative. So live life bravely. Be courageous. Try something new. You never know where it might take you. All right. Good luck in your training. Have fun this year. The Lonely Triathlete at gmail.com. Nobody has emailed me to this day. I feel like nobody hears this. I'm very sad. I'm very lonely. I'm very depressed about it. I'm just kidding. But not kidding. Right? Email me. Come on. Be the first person. All right. Everyone have a good, uh, good week. <laughs>